Three, two, a one, two, three, go. Hello, and welcome to the next Escape Podcast with your host, Kiara. And Calvin. How you doing today, Calvin? I'm doing good. Oh, do you hear that squeaking? Yeah, that's our boy. That's our little man right now. I don't know if the mic is picking it up or not, but that is our boy, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. I'm, we, I'm yeah. glad that you showed up on the podcast, buddy. Yeah, we got a new dog over vacation. He's I'm, a golden doodle, and he's a big bundle of golden joy, even though he has no gold on him. Yep, and he is hypoallergenic and a very, very good boy. So we are actually bringing him to the office with us now. So if you guys are ever stopping by at NextGen while we're here, you can be sure to meet Charlie. Yeah, he's uh, NextGen's mascot now. His middle name is Ridley. Ridley, for, yeah. For Riddle. For Riddle, if you guys didn't get that. Yeah, Charlie Ridley. Charles Ridley, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that we are back. Um, not going to lie, I'm a little bored. We uh, just took a sweet vacation to celebrate the release of Cerebral, and uh, we're finally back. Yeah, and I think that boredom is usually a goal of vacations because you end up, like, what comes from boredom is creativity. Yeah, so. and for us, I know that, like, as creatives, we we really need, like, almost, like, a lack of stimulation to make me, like, want to do something else. Because, like, all I want to do now is make a new game. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's crazy because I don't feel like that much time has passed since the launch of Cerebral, but now I'm already, like... Let's go. I'm let's go. Like I'm I'm eyeing <laughs> what what's the next cool thing that we can do. So yeah. um I'm I'm just glad that we are here. Um yeah. but that is not to say that um we did not get a few issues to get here. Yeah, um, and that's that's what the podcast is about today. It's yeah. kinda like the hard times uh that we had leading up to the launch of Cerebral and just kinda being Real talk for yeah. a little bit. Real talk. This is how it is. Yeah. Hashtag real talk. Crash and burnout. They're real. And yeah. uh, whew, better better be afraid. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it's not so great because we told ourselves we wouldn't get burnt out this time. And we I remember distinctly did. saying, you know what? We're not going to get burnout. We're not going to yeah. crunch. That's we're not, not gonna, us anymore. We're not going to do that. We're better than that now. Yeah. We're above that We've now. Grown. We've we're grown better. as people. Uh, and then I remember there was a specific point when we had Freddie over and he was helping us uh, program something. And like it was under the gun. Uh, we're under the t- under time. We had people coming out the next day and things weren't working out and we were just stressed. And then I remember just looking over at Freddie and him saying, geez, I thought I thought we weren't going to do this anymore. And then I was like, ah, shit, Freddie, you called me out. Yeah. Yeah. You called me out. We're doing it again. Yeah. We're doing it again, and we we thankfully I I think we stopped. Yeah, we we've a little it too late. It was yeah, it was a, a little, little too, too late. late. But luckily, we have such great people behind us, and everyone was super understanding when we rescheduled the pre-orders. It was honestly like as good of an outcome as it could have been because when we launched three weeks after that, or it might have been even two weeks, two weeks after that. I remember it was a blur. Yeah, it was a blur. When we did launch, though, it was received very well, and everything worked, so it it was nice. So, I mean, it was it was it was a a trek, an adventure to getting that room open. Uh, I know that we were talking all the way back in the summer of last year when we had our first uh, severe meetup. I thought that we were gonna have this room out by the end of summer. Yeah. Or at least by October, because the October is always our slow, slow month, and I would really want a new room to come out. And Cerebral came out in like 
I think March. Yeah, early March, which is early insane March. because King's Keep came out early March. So if it wasn't for the pandemic, it would have been a room every March. <laughs> so <laughs> Which is not the rate that we want to go. Uh, but it just kind of ends up happening that way. And I think that that's something that we are, are trying to learn now as as young uh, budding business people and uh, creatives and escape room makers that like it does take time. And I think that um, our processes about building stuff has been better about being on top of things has been better than than ever before. I would think I think we have a scrum board going up. We're on top of things. And I think that we're able to think more clearly about what we need to do. But the issue is that we we kind of counteract that by being more ambitious with what we want to do. Because we can do more cool stuff, we try to cram as much stuff in there as possible, which means that all the progress that we made in, you know, streamlining solutions and getting, you know, Raspberry Pis and Arduinos pre-programmed and ready to go doesn't really help us because we're just trying to fit so much stuff in there, right? Yeah, and I think because of that, like, having this grand idea of what the room is going to be it ends up being not exactly what we pictured in our brain just because yeah. from from the ideas to the implementation things get cut things get taken out and i think because of that because it's not originally what we wanted it does seem like i think we get a little insecure and a little like vulnerable yeah about the a, idea a, a good part of the way through any room that we made i think almost any project that we've made like i i have to think to myself is this still good is, yeah. is this still what we wanted? Is this still going to end up being like the result that people are going to love? Yeah. And it's it's hard. Because, it's hard. Like it's definitely because escape rooms are art, you know. So like it's it's almost like you're putting yourself into the room. And if somebody doesn't like it, it almost feels as if they're rejecting you. Yeah. And that's not yeah. a good feeling at all. Um, well, it w I mean, I think it might even be a little bit different if it was the exact room that we wanted to make it, it was perfectly exactly what we wanted maybe things would be different but there's there's compromises that we have to make there's there's uh, things that we have to streamline and shortcomings that we have to overcome that who knows maybe if we get better at making rooms those those won't be as apparent but yeah. like i have no idea i just remember back that like even with the outdoor escape room that we did back in 2020 october 2020 thank you very much that was we made that room Not just because March. of october yeah yeah <laughs> Not March. Um, I remember that we had this crazy idea. It was an outdoor zombie theme where you were in a tent and you would occasionally have to leave the tent, which I hadn't really seen in escape room, leaving the room to go do something. Um, and we had the idea of that, like, you would need, like, zombie repellent canisters. Do you remember this? Like, yeah. you'd have to collect. It was almost like an escape, uh, not the escape uh, maze, the uh, the crystal maze type experience yeah. where you'd have to effectively buy time to go outside and that was almost what the entire game was based around. That and then scavenging for supplies. But we had to take that element away because it was too distracting from the actual escape room itself. And it was mm -hmm. just a cool feature. But, like, that was a big one that I thought that if we didn't have that, that game wouldn't be as good. And there were, there were things in Cerebral, too, that I thought that, you know, this absolutely has to be in here in one shape or form. Uh, but they're not necessarily in there, and I don't think that the room is necessarily worse for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Definitely not. Like, I think that if if I actually made the exact games that, like, 
I, I like wholeheartedly, like we, from the day one, we came up with the concept and we acted on it exactly how I came up with it. I don't think that they'd be as good as the rooms that we have. Yeah, I think that they would most likely be like all like three hours long. It'd probably be three hours <laughs> because long. Because we end up cutting so much material that it's just, I, I can't imagine including it. Because like people right now, we actually, Cerebral is our first 75 minute game. Because yeah, and that found, wasn't really intentional from the get-go. No, we wanted it to be an hour just like the others, but we found we just simply put too much stuff in there, and there wasn't really anything that we particularly wanted to cut. So, you know. The experience as a whole is is yeah. just great, and it was, like, kind of hard. What's the one thing that we could take away? And there are things that we could, but the experience itself, if it's if the game that we made is 75 minutes long, let let it let it rhyme. Like, let it go. Let it be proud of it. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing about us making a 75-minute room is at the exact same time, I believe two other Central Valley escape rooms independently, all, like, none of us talked, but all independently decided that our rooms were an hour and 15 minutes we, long. We talked a little bit. I don't like know, a, I don't know little. if I mentioned it. No, David from, from Clever, he, he was like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about making Dracula's Demise 90 minutes long. And he was like, what's your thoughts on that? And I immediately balked at the idea. I was immediately like... Nah, you don't want a nine. Nah, nah, you don't want to do that, man. Uh, but that that question kind of got into my head a little bit about like, well, what if there's a little room for a little longer of an escape? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, I I will say that like we did kind of come to it independently, but like I do think that David was the first one who was like, I'm gonna do this, and then. Yeah. It just so happened that two others were like, oh, hey. Like, at the same time, like, oh, yeah. We Not a also, bad idea. <laughs> we also have pretty difficult rooms, so. Maybe it'd be better if it was a little longer, but. Yeah. Um, maybe that's going to be the norm. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe that's where the industry is going, is to slightly longer, more challenging rooms. Who knows? But I know that there there's other escape rooms, even in Severe, that we've talked to about, you know, it's hard getting these rooms together, especially because... Um, we want all of them to be a little bit different. And I think that from the rooms I've seen recently be released, they're all, they all have not, not necessarily like a gimmick, but they have a different shtick. They have something flavorful Mm -hmm. that kind of helps them stick out compared to other escape rooms that we've seen previously launched, which is kind of cool. But I, I do think with that, uh, with wanting to kind of expand horizons, it kind of forces creators like us to get out of their comfort zone and to kind of double down on like work, 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 work. Right. Mm -hmm. Like for us, uh, it was, I mean, this just to illustrate what our process was, is that we wanted it to be released in October. We wanted cerebral to be out in October. Right. And then that continually got delayed and delayed to where I thought it would be done by Christmas on in, uh, by, by Christmas time. I thought that people would be able to play. In fact, I remember sending out an email seeing that you'd be able to play it along with your in-laws. And, like, I was very, very bold and sure that, like, we'd be able to do that. I think I said that maybe sometime in November. Um, And it's difficult for me because I I just want everybody to be happy. Like, I want everybody to just have fun with the room. And I think that we asked for pre-orders just too early on. Yeah. I think that that, that's a lesson that we had to learn with Cerebral as to when to ask for pre-orders, which I think that they're really beneficial for us to knowing who... Who exactly would want to play? And getting that initial support for the room is incredible. But we just asked for it too early on. Yeah, yeah. I think we asked for the pre-orders too early on. And then we scheduled the pre-orders too early on. Too early on, on. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's something that we learned. That like, hey, once we know, like definitively, yeah. it will be done at this time. Maybe that's when we start doing yeah. the pre-orders again. When definitively, 
oh yeah the room is done but we're gonna spend an extra month just on testing and tweaking it yeah um then uh, yeah at that yeah. point we probably that way should we, do could, we can market it and pre-order and and just do everything right whereas before i think we were trying to do it all at once and then it was hard to gauge when the room was going to be done because on paper it seems like especially from my perspective because i was the one i was the little birdie in calvin's ear telling him like it's gonna be done in january i promise but uh, to be <laughs> fair i don't think that that's completely on you like that's that's not it was definitely the circumstances and i was just like I was willing for the glass to be half full that like I couldn't recognize that like half the glass was missing. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, like, oh, no, that's a full glass. Like, no, that's just half a cup. Yeah, I see um, that. It's weird, though, because when you put like something down on, on a scrum board, for instance, and you say like, I don't know, like build X or whatever, um, it's just one card. So you feel like it's going to be like, OK, that's just one day. You know, I could get that done in a day and probably I remember you telling maybe, me so many times. Oh, yeah, I can make like one puzzle one day and i'm like at that rate we'll be done like in, in two a weeks week. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I, that's it's it's hard it's hard yeah it's hard <laughs> figuring out exactly how much time things take i will but. say that like that's that's also something as a team that we're, we're having to grow into and grow with each other that like i definitely handle a lot of the business and type deals as well as like the game design elements but when it comes to actually building stuff or in using the artistic endeavors of, of both of us, uh, that, that falls mostly on you because I don't, I'm not really the artistic and it's not that I'm trying to write me off or anything. It's, I don't really want to be, I'd rather be the game designer yeah. who tells you like, okay, we need this kind of art in here. We need this yeah. kind of color. We need this kind of mood in there and to see your visions come, come true. And I don't, I don't know if we mention it on this podcast or not, but like in Cerebral, for example, one of my favorite favorite things is in the first room, the, the yellow, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when I was like, I want it to be gross. I want it to be nasty. And you're like, okay, we're going to put like black mold. We'll put cigarette stains. We'll make it look really nasty in here. I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. And then you got the yellow. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not necessarily telling me and threw it up there. And I walk in there and it looks like, like McDonald's yellow, like bright yeah. And happy if I remember correctly, zany. it was called like sunflower yellow or something. Sunflower yeah. yellow does not really bespeak a serial killer's den, yeah, right? Yeah. And I was just like, hold on, just hold on. I promise it's going to work out. And Calvin really had to be persuaded because I could tell how kind of you were just like, I don't know. I was on edge. We painted yeah. the entire room. <laughs> I had to paint everything, yeah. and I was and, and on edge. This was going to be McDonald's room. Before we made it ugly, it looked quite pleasant. Like, it made me happy. It, was it a looked very... happy in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's at a great juxtaposition to yeah. what it is right now. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we ended up. it ended up being great. It ended up working out. And it's kind of funny that, like, I am the one who does the building and the artistic stuff because I think that that really also reinforces the vulnerability aspect of, like, like, I don't know. It just when you do something by hand and especially if you're new at it and you haven't been doing it your whole life, you don't have, you know, like 30 years of experience. Like I did a lot of building for the new room or and, 10 years or yeah, five years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I yeah, probably like one year of experience is, is a good sum uh, yeah. for me. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting because you with art, you're the one who knows all the flaws because you're the one who made it. So you're just like constantly feeling like you need to apologize, even though people don't even notice certain things, you know? Yeah. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is uneven. This isn't right. Someone's going to notice. But like, you know, they don't even see it. They don't, they don't balk yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember like the curtains in Clancy's Lodge. Uh, this was in the talk actually last week at Fresno State that I had about like, 
I want to make sure that we have the perfect red drapes in Clancy's Lodge to really make it dramatic and epic. And I spent hours, absolutely hours, on Amazon, on Walmart, at Home Depot, Michaels, Johans. I looked everywhere for the right curtains at the right price. And uh, I got them. I found them. But would you believe it? Nobody has ever commented on my curtains. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's ever said anything. So, like, it, it's, you know, the things that you you might find important as an artist, uh, people just don't might not care about. Yeah. I know, like, for, for the Escape, like, I put a lot of effort into the words that I use, and I got a comment, and I'm throwing whoever it is under the bus. I got a comment that was like, huh? There's too much words. And I'm like, what do you expect? This was a game I made in Google Forms, my dude. What, huh? Of course there's going to be words. Yeah. I told you you're going to be reading. Come yeah. on. Come and on. I think, I think like with, with the vulner vulnerability part, you kind of like second guess yourself into expecting the worst. Like I've heard people in the room say, oh, I need to talk to you after or something. You hear them just say that while they're playing the game and you're, and you're just, like, uh -oh. you're thinking like, oh, no. oh my God, what went wrong? What's bad? What are they going to point out that's going to devastate me? You know? Yeah. And what's going to take me off my, yeah, my totem? Yeah. And then like literally afterward, they're just like, yeah, um, the whiteboard marker needs to be replaced or, you oh, know, just something that, really little and minor. We could have replaced that mid game. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole time you're just like, you're honestly, you're probably critiquing yourself harder than they harder are. Harder than they are, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's... I mean, and, you know, luckily we're on the other side of it, I think. They yeah. We're on the other side of that crunch and burnout. But, I mean, I definitely, we I experienced it. Yeah, um, I think I did too. I think there was a point where, like, work seemed really just not something I wanted to do. Yeah, um, I mean, like, let's say, because, like, in October we were, we were focusing on it. November, we're trying to get it out, but, like, I was still relatively hands-off on the actual build-out. Yeah. And then we had to have, like, more help come in. I think January I think... and February, pretty much every day we were staying till, like, 7 or 8 o'clock. Yeah, least, and at getting least it there, felt like it. Getting there as early as we can in the morning and just working no breaks, no oh, lunch. Oh, yeah, we, we got to a point where we started <laughs> skipping lunch, and it was... Just to show you how bad our mental health was, we, we were down to too. one meal a day. Yeah, we just had dinner, and it was kind of funny, because at the time, we're like, this is actually really good for us, because we're great. not taking in as many calories, but we're, I'm we're pretty sure... We're not taking sure... in as many calories, we're just focused on work, that's great. Like, and we did that for, like, two months. Yeah, we did. We did that for, like, two months. And I think we were so, like, stressed out, and it's funny, cause we, because, like, we didn't put the connection there like we would be really cranky at times honestly and then finally we started having three meals a day and like what do you know we're not as cranky oh, anymore we're not mean people to each other <laughs> what huh and it's not that we're mean it's just that we're definitely cranky and like we we need to eat a sandwich or something come yeah, on yeah yeah so it's nice being on the other side i feel like we're healing and not only that but it's like now that cerebral's taken care of and we don't really have super big projects on the horizon um we're we've been able to take a step back and look at our other rooms and just kind of bring them up to the standard that we want all of our rooms to be at because they have um been needing some tlc recently yep. so it's been nice being able to just take a step back and make sure the business is just running as it's intended to run and i am this is one of my favorite points of i think the business is when a project ends and we get to choose from the plethora of different ideas of what we can do and with uh, with our break just ending, like I am bored out of my mind. I need stimulation. I need a game to make. So yeah. uh, I'm excited just to see what might be happening next. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, this is it's always fun when you don't have something 
exactly in concrete. When we first made the business, it was like, this is the room we're doing next. This is the room we're doing next. This is the room. And now we're at a point where it's like, you know, we'll see what we do next. Yeah. We've got some (laughs) options. But I think next episode, we'll be back talking more about Cerebral, talking about some highs, maybe a few lows. Uh, but definitely about the entire experience and, you know, kind of how we view how it fits into the next gen line. Uh, and that's coming next episode, yeah. i.e. in like two minutes from this recording. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to send us a fun story or whatever you guys want to do, um, you can email us at next escape show at gmail.com. Again, that's next escape show at gmail.com i just want to point out that like you have to look to me for reassurance that like i know the email yeah (laughs) and like i'm just as like oh man i forgot what is it again Uh, i hope that's it (laughs) but until then obviously like and subscribe or whatever uh share um i don't know we really appreciate it whatever it is all right thanks guys bye